Welcome, friends, to the Someone Gets Me podcast. I am your host, Diane Allen, and I am so delighted that you're here. This podcast was created because I believe there is a visionary leader inside each one of us who is waiting to be seen. In each episode of Someone Gets Me, you will hear useful tips from successful visionaries who will share their stories about how being seen has allowed them to take their vision out into the world with action. Out of thought and into action. Hi everybody, I'm Diane Allen, your host here at Someone Gets Me, with an episode that is designed to help you get out of your thinking head and get into action. And sometimes we all get jammed up that way where we're in our head and we're thinking, 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 and getting into action is really tricky. So this episode is going to help you with five steps that will help you move forward and take action in a healthy, responsible way, like a good steward. Because face it, living in pain and not attempting to do something to ease it is not the answer. Staying stuck where you are is not the answer. It doesn't serve you. I had an old client that I worked with years ago call me recently and wanted to work with me and then then called me back and said, you know, I think I'm just going to resign myself to staying like this. This is just how my life is going to be forever, depressed and anxious and having difficulty with my family. And as much as I tried to help him see that he didn't have to live that way, he just doesn't. There are things to do. Nobody is meant to live miserable and resigned and apathetic. Still didn't listen and is continuing to just stay in the pain. And so every day I send him a blessing, hoping that one day he'll start seeking and searching a way to not feel so depressed and heavy all the time. And so I wish for you to come out of your head and not think so much and be in an action that serves you, that creates for you the joy and happiness that's yours by internal inherent right. So most people, most people who start out wanting to take action when they've been stuck in their head for a while, like that old client, they're frustrated, they're angry, tend to be overthinking too much, perfectionistic, rationalizing things, blaming things, all of these external thinking behaviors and patterns that don't work. They simply don't work to help us live our joyful, happy life. And all the visionaries that I work with, and myself included, if we're not focused on where we're headed and what we're going to do for great action and how we're going to do it, then we can get stuck in our head. Being stuck in our head is not always the best neighborhood. Sometimes the worst neighborhood you can be in is the one between your own ears. So if you're overthinking or you have thinking anxiety or you're being perfectionistic or you're procrastinating or you're just angry and have a lot of angst, try these steps out and see if they don't help you. Take some actions that serve you and your greater good. So the first step, step number one that I'm using is to be kind and compassionate to yourself. Now that doesn't mean you make excuses for not so great behavior. It doesn't mean you blame yourself or anyone else. It means that you're kind and you're compassionate. That's what it means. It means to be kind means to be gentle, 
to be loving, to realize that you have inherent value beyond what you can even understand, and that it's time now to be nice to you. Put down the inner baseball bat, quit beating yourself up and judging. Those behaviors and thought patterns just don't work. And compassion is part of forgiveness. To to have forgiveness means to have compassion for. And that means that I can really feel it for you. You know, like when I have people that come to me, and in fact, I just started with a new client earlier today. And this person, I have such deep compassion for because of the internal struggle in their own mind that has made some actions that could really help them feel better and live their happy life seems so elusive and so difficult to get to. And it started because the brain is going to tell you what it's going to tell you, but it doesn't make it true. So let's start by being kind and compassionate to ourselves. That does not mean to tolerate intolerable behavior or to make excuses or to blame. It means simply be nice. Step number two is to create psychological safety. And psychological safety is one of the most important things and I don't hear people talking about it much. But what I know with all my years of working with people and in my own world is we will only evolve to the level that we feel safe. So if I'm in a relationship with you, whether it's a business relationship or friendship or whatever, and I don't feel safe to be me and I don't feel safe to like say what I really think or any of those things, if I don't feel safe, then I'm gonna restrict myself. I'm gonna put a damper on myself. I'm not going to let all of me show up. And if you're going to get into action and come out of this thinking mode, it's required that we have some kind of personal safety. Now, it even includes our own thinking. And I think a lot of people start out trying to take action and they're beating themselves up in there. You better do it or else. Or, oh, you're a bad person if you don't. You're a bad person if you do. And yelling at themselves. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. Inner self-abuse doesn't work. It just doesn't. Safety has to be there along with kindness and compassion. That doesn't mean that there's no accountability. It doesn't mean that there's no structure at all. Quite the contrary. It means that you can have accountability and structure and goodness and reward and success with a lot more ease and flow and greatness and happiness and not so much struggle and not so much difficulty. But we have to have safety. So if you're in an employment situation or you're in a relationship situation where it's not safe on the outside to be who you are and to get into action, then you want to take care of that. If internally you're not being safe in your thoughts, you want to get, get some help with how to think differently. Safety is really important. We will only evolve to the level of safety that we're experiencing in the world, both physically, mentally, emotionally, and existentially. So if secretly I don't think the world is a safe place, or being alive isn't safe, then that's a different kind of safety than I'm in an abusive relationship and I need to get safe there. Or my boss is somebody who really is verbally abusive. I had one of those bosses once and it took a little while for me to get out of that employment situation and into one where I wasn't being abused. But I had to identify it and seek safety 
first before I could continue to grow beyond that spot I was in. And it's the same thing for you. If you're not safe, then you're not going to grow beyond that level of safety. That's true for all of us. The number three step is that consistency wins all the time. That I, I see so many people, they're going to, they're going to, um, they're going to do lots of things all in one day and then nothing for the next eight or 10 days. Or if I, I used to run a recovery rehab center and the, you know, my rule was when you left to do 90 meetings in 90 days and I inevitably had at least one or two visionaries and especially in the gifted program I ran that would say, well, okay, if it's 90 meetings in 90 days and I can do three meetings a day, I can do that 90 meetings in 30 days. And I said, no, that's not what I said. I said one meeting a day for 90 days. That's 90 meetings in 90 days. And I had to be very specific because it's consistency that pays off. Not trying to beat the clock or be faster than someone else or try to figure out how to get it done faster, quicker, better. Consistency over time builds trust and trust is consistency over time. So if I do the same thing every day for the certain amount of time, then what happens is that consistency brings me great success. So you only have to change or improve or grow or take action 1% a day. That's it. If you do more, great. If you do less, still great because you're still moving, right? But you aim for 1% a day, whatever that would be. And you be very kind and compassionate with yourself. And you make sure your brain is a safe place to be. And you make sure your environment is safe. So that is consistency. It matters to be consistent. Every day, this is what I do because this is what I do. And I always say the grass is green, the sky is blue, and this is what I'm doing. Because my life has a lot of consistency in it. And that consistency allows me to have much better action toward the things that matter to me because I'm being consistent in all of the base foundation things. Make sense? Good. Number four is your action that you want to be taking is about exploring where your understanding and relationship of the world and the world and your gifts all come together. So we have you and your understanding and your relationship with the world and all your gifts and the world and we all come together, right? And so how do you and your gifts relate to the world, the world around you, whether it's at work or home or in the bigger picture? What's resonant to you? You want your actions to feel aligned and to feel good and to um, have a flow to them and maybe like an ease. If the actions that you're trying to take towards something are, are difficult and, and hard all the time and there's a lot of angst in them and it, it just seems to never happen, the message there is maybe check your alignment. Maybe the action you're trying to take is not meant for you. Maybe it's not resonant. And maybe the overthinking is a defense mechanism. So if you're stuck in your thoughts and you're not able to take action and you're, and you're being kind and compassionate and safe and consistent, the next question is, is it really resonant with me? Is it really something I'm meant to do? Does this really feel right or good? If it doesn't, go within, meditate on it, see what's happening, get grounded, and then emerge with 
an action plan that aligns more closely with who you are and your gifts in the world. It's very simple. And then we ask ourselves, what are the good steps to take? And we do that by having bookends on each end of the day where we meditate in the morning and we journal and we're grounded and we have ourselves with, with routine and structure at the beginning and the end of the day. So we can then see what are the good steps, not the best steps necessarily and not the worst steps, but what's a good one. And then you do that, whatever it is. It might be writing a journal article. It might be writing a blog. It might be just journaling. It could be calling somebody. It could be asking for help. It could be saying yes to somebody who's offering something to you. It could be anything, but you want to make sure that it's a good step and that it resonates with you. If it doesn't resonate, it's not for you to do, or you have some healing to do, right, before it resonates. So just because something doesn't resonate doesn't mean you throw it out. It means you wait and you see and you discern what the next best step is. And number five is the world always is your perfect feedback loop. Your inner world and your outer world are always your feedback loop. So, so many people tell me, well, I'm not, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to take action because I don't know how it's going to turn out. Well, nobody knows how it's going to turn out. You take the first step and then you see what happens. You look around. How do I feel? What's happening? And then you take the next step. How do I look? How does it feel? What's happening? And then you take the next step. And that's how we get into action is we start with the first step and then we pause and we look for the feedback coming in from the world because it will give us feedback. We'll be able to tell by what happens in the outer world. We'll also be able to tell by our thinking, by how our heart feels, how our gut feels. So all we have to do is take any one action on a consistent basis eventually and then trust the feedback of the universe. Pay attention. I always laugh. I never really played sports that had balls too much involved in them because I was racing boats, but I always say it's like heads up ball, like pay attention. And on the boat, sometimes I would always tell people, especially the new sailors, you know, look at what you're affecting. Look at what's happening, not just your little job, but all of the big impact of what you are doing and how is it fitting in with the bigger picture. If you can't see it, it might be time to slow down. Because sometimes patience is the action. Patience is an action to slow down, pay attention, look around, get some information, discern the next thing that lines up for you. And so it's very important to pay attention to feedback, to look at where your gifts intersect with the needs and wants of the world for you to be able to relate to how these things go together. Because you are here with gifts and talents and amazing things that only you can do. Nobody else can do it. So you might have to be creative a little bit. You might have to start looking around and saying, huh, how can my unique gifts and talents really be of the best service? And until you really get aligned with being of the best service and being a good steward, things won't resonate really well. Once you know that you've dialed in, then re things resonate very, very quickly. So it's very important that you see how all five of these steps work together. So you're being kind and compassionate to yourself and others, and excuses and blame aren't part of the conversation. If you're making excuses for yourself or someone else, or you're blaming yourself or someone else, 
That's not kindness and it's not compassion and it doesn't go with getting into action. You want to have a safe environment, a psychologically safe environment, a physically safe environment, a spiritually safe environment, internally and externally, making sure your thoughts are safe, which means really stopping the judgment and the beating yourself up. You want to make sure that you have consistent focus on what are you doing, 1% a day of improvement. Sometimes it's just one thing we have to do, one action, that's it, not a ton of actions. Sometimes that's all we have to do. And then we want to really look at where our gifts and the world come together. And we want to make sure that we pay attention to feedback. The world will always give us feedback, always, no matter what. So it's so important, pay attention, heads up, look around, look within. Having a daily grounding practice or meditation practice or journaling practice really pays off because then you're able to really see what it is that is going on and how resonant it is. So remember that focused action is what brings you powerful results in your life, in your business, in your world, in your relationships. Focused action, paying attention, brings you powerful results. So you wanna have somebody in your corner and you wanna have people that are objective and honest and people whom you respect. I have a an inner circle of people that are in my corner that are objective. They're not emotionally tied to what I do or don't do because that's not how they're listening to me. They want me to be happy. They care about me, but they're, they don't have an agenda over what I say I'm going to do or not do. And they're honest with me. They, they, if, they, if I say, well, what do you think of this? Or what do you think of that? If, if they're not sure it aligns with my message or it sounds goofy or I look funny, they will tell me in a kind and compassionate manner. And of course, I have to respect them. If I'm going to take feedback from a person, I need to respect them. And so I have mentors in my life that I respect and I suggest you have a mentor in your life as well. Somebody that you respect that's further along the road than you are that can help show you the way or can help you understand feedback. Many times the feedback the universe gives us we need somebody around to kind of say, well, maybe it means that, or maybe it means this, to help us ask the right questions so we get to a more resourceful, a more amazing spot. So those are some ideas that I have about how to get out of thinking, how to get out of your thoughts and into an action. Being kind, understanding that as a visionary, sometimes we can get jammed up in our head and breaking the seal so that the energy can go from our head down into our heart and our gut is so important for our livelihood, our welfare, and most importantly for our happiness and our joy. So I hope these steps are helpful for you. Put a comment in or let me know what you think. Feel free to contact me anytime with any questions. And until the next episode of Get Someone Gets Me, remember that you are a rock star. Keep your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're here on purpose with a purpose. And you too can take effective action, come out of that overthinking and be happy, be free and experience joy like never before. Until the next episode, be well. Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. 
please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.